Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Tonight, the teams are in for week two of the finals. There's been some changes as well as with the refs. Sturlo is in. He'll have a unique power rankings. Was the Michael Ennis Viking clap disrespectful? And was there really a fight at Broncos training today and an apology for a sledge about mental health? Welcome to the Rush Hour. Oh, what a day. If you want to be outright, Sturlow, this is the day. You've got footballers hanging around with bikies. You've got a player giving it to the crowd. You've got sledges about mental health, not that we're defending that, uh, and music countdowns, you know, we can't have them on Invasion Day. So if you love being part of the outrage machine, Peter Sterling, this <laughs> oh, this is manna from heaven. Hello to you. Oh, good evening, Dan. I wish people could see the, the motions that you were making as you were coming out with that soliloquy about uh, all of the different we'll things Triple going. J. Oh, there are things to be said about <laughs> Triple J. For, uh, how are you? Um, mate, I'm, I'm better than you, obviously. Uh, <laughs> so are you saying all of those things that you just went through that uh, you're uh, all okay with? You no, know? no, not necessarily. I'm just saying that if you love being outraged and we're an outraged society, it, there's almost too many things. It's like a sugar rush. Mate, you settle down. You've got to do this for another hour yet. We need you in good form. Josh Maguire. Oh, I saw the picture. Josh Maguire having a blue with a younger player. Now, no, don't water this d- down, Sterlow. You're not going to tell me that there's nothing in it. You can't tell me this is just clickbait gone wild. Dan, you might have seen the still photo. I've seen yeah. the footage of it. Trust me. Well. It's it's the worst blue you've ever seen because there is nothing going on. Oh. Uh, there's a little bit of push and shove there. In fact, Josh Maguire... He actually kind of runs away after the last push. Oh, now you're that, calling him a man who runs away. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying that's how serious it was getting. But I have to say there was a lot of big bodies around. I reckon I saw Ben Dobbin in there. Do- Dobbin. Mate, Dob- he's caught, you know he's tight with the Broncos. He's, he gets all the news. Well, we've got him. He's on Channel 9 News tonight, but he's joining us now. Dobbo, what have you started? Yeah, no, nothing I started. But I can tell you what, Sturlow's right on the money. Just before a massive game of rugby league, which is, happens on Friday night, they just thought they'd get into a bit of semi-opposed. The young gun versus the old bull, and Josh Maguire gave him this Salisi Fanaki a big hit, who obviously played for the West Tigers. He took exception, a little bit of brouhaha, push and shove, and there's nothing to see. It just so happened that the News Limited snapper was there. He took a few photos of it. I spoke to Josh Maguire today, and he said, mate, there's a bit of push and shove because he took offence to how hard I tackled him. He said, I'm just getting ready for Friday night. That's the way it looked to me, Dan. I didn't see anything in it at all. But when you take a still of it and, yeah, It'll one look person great. looks a bit aggressive. So I would have thought this would happen all the time, Stolo, but the cameras aren't there at training sessions for the length often. Well, so I would I would imagine this is the ultimate storm in a teacup. If I'm the coach, I actually like a little bit of this. It shows my men are on edge and ready to go. And, you know, big game, an elimination game coming up for Brisbane this weekend, I, I want the players to be physical and, and on the edge. Now, you're in tight with the Broncos insiders there. They don't think they've got any chance of getting James Roberts off. Oh, well, they're having a go, but no. But, okay. you know, I spoke to two blokes at Brisbane. and oh, Look, I mean, Wayne Bennett's done his best to try and get the media to paint a picture in a better light that um, he actually should be off. I know he rang News Limited journos the last couple of days. And, you know, look, the club would love to see him get off, but the evidence is there for everybody to see, and I don't think James Roberts will be playing on Friday night. All right, Dobbo, we better let you go. Have you anything else doing up there? Oh, mate, look, uh, the final train, they'll have a day off tomorrow, the Brisbane Broncos. They're really happy with their week so far. Um, it is a huge loss. Tom Opacek obviously um, mm. looks like that he will come in for the injured, for the suspended James Roberts. All right, so Opacek and Roberts have both been named. Uh, it's a pretty, in fact, it is the same side. 
Uh, well, Jonas Pearson is out, so uh, uh, he's in jersey number 18, but you would think he would come straight in. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Opacek isn't available as to whether they'll go with Jordan Carhu, swap him over to the mm. other side and Lachlan Miranda comes in, or whether they might even consider Alex Glenn, who's played mm. there in the past, but he was, he was so good off, good the, off bench. the bench. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's a bit of a quandary if, if Opacek's not right. All right, so we've, we've put out a fire. Don't worry about the Maguire blue. There was nothing in yeah. it. Thank you, Dobbo. Don't start any more, Dobbo. Well done. There, there he is, Ben Dobbin from Brisbane's Triple M. You can hear him on the Legends, uh, 9 o'clock uh, uh, each Saturday on, on Brisbane's Triple M. We'll have more after this, uh, the Rush Hour. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. We do it for Nicorette Quick Mist for fast... Oh, dear, dear. For fast relief from Siggy cravings, use only as directed the Nicorette Quick Mist. And we do rugby league on the show uh, for... I should know by now, we've done this for six months. Totally Workwear. Find your local store at totallyworkwear.com.au. Okay, let's get to all these things, Peter Sterling. Okay. Jared Haynes has put out a statement... um, that I can immediately see a spelling mistake in, but moving on, uh, he calls the whole thing a prank. Uh, but it's the first thing. But but in fairness, I, I didn't understand why this was a story, and he just says it was a prank. That's the end of it, isn't it? Well, it's he goes in depth and covers it all and says that it's not him shouting out for the cigarettes and it's not his money. Not and, a crime, by the way, to smoke. No, and and basically says that uh, didn't know the person, didn't know what affiliations he'd had and that he'd been taught uh, as a young person to respect everybody, uh, especially in social set situations, and he gets to meet a lot of people. So he, he covers everything there and, and basically says that, yeah, look, I was, in a, I was in a situation where I didn't know the person, wasn't my money, so... Yeah. Um, he's disappointed that it's come out and bl- been blown to the extent that it has. You would think, with all the hoo-ha, that he handed over five thousand dollars and got a white bag in exchange. I, I don't didn't understand. I understand the consorting with bikies thing, but until one does something wrong, I'm not sure where the issue is. Uh, where's the spelling mistake? Yeah. Under twenties in the third paragraph. Oh, yeah. it's it's an under twenty. Yeah, um, Michael Ennis with the Viking clap. Now, that was a cracker of a spray from Ricky, and we never want Ricky to change. But uh, did you think that was disrespectful to the Raiders fans? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with, I'm with Ricky 100%. Really? Yep. Yep. I was down there. I just Mike Lennon's had a fantastic game. His effort, especially second half, was, was sensational. And you know what I'll remember more out of that game? The way that the, the, the totally unnecessary uh, celebration going over and mocking fans. I thought it was I thought it was very, very poor and unfortunately a continuation. And he's only got a couple of games left. And I, I've mentioned plenty of times I've had a conversation with him saying what's important as to how you remembered when you finish up and it's your peers and all that kind of stuff. I, I thought it was poor. One of the great quotes uh, from one of those ESPN 30 for 30 docos, it was the Jimmy Connors documentary, that, that match, that legendary match. He was 38 years old and he came from nowhere to beat Aaron Crickstein mm. and the crowd was part of the match. And one of the quotes was, that crowd had something that money can't pay by. That is, they felt like they contributed to Jimmy winning. And that crowd on Saturday night would have felt like they were contributing to that match with the Viking clap and the atmosphere was something probably not seen there for 20 years so two hours okay so after two hours of copying it from the crowd Ennis gives his Viking clap back now he said at the time two hours copying it from the crowd well it was okay well they were in hostile territory 
they were, it was a fantastic atmosphere the for whatever side that you, you, you played on. And I'm, I'm like Ricky in that I love humble winners. I love that you say more by not by not saying anything. You just you gracefully leave the playing field. You, you celebrate with your mates. It was just no, it was just so unnecessary. Okay. And a continuation of what we've seen, you know. And it's I don't I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. And I know that Michael will come and say that you know he wasn't disrespecting anybody. And I sometimes go well, home and I, and I sit there and I watch it and I think that's another person. I'm, I'm over that too. The idea, when he came out, the first thing I thought was, who cares if he gives it back to the crowd? But when he said, oh, no, I was only, we were only thanking the Cronulla fans. Well, no, you don't do a Viking clap to the Cronulla fans and not have that aimed at the Canberra fans, which I think's fine. It's all part of the byplay. You have a very different opinion, but um, it was very obvious that he was mocking. Look, it's not headline stuff, and, and it's, you know, everyone's got their own view on it. And I, you know, I just, like I say, I, I, I know how I like to see people win and that's I didn't see that on the weekend. Fair enough. Stephen Kearney to the Warriors. Will it work? <laughs> well, there's a $64 million question. I'll tell you what does surprise me. Reports that Andrew McFadden, who's been sacked Not as reports, the head coach, locked in. Will, will stay on. I, I really don't know how that is going to work. Look, Stephen Kearney, I think he's made... Um, He's made great progress as a coach, and you've only got to see what he's done at test level. Um, had an unfortunate period at, at Parramatta, which wasn't successful at all, but he's been under some really good tutors in, mm. in Craig Bellamy and most recently Wayne Bennett. I think it'll be a good move. Um, and It's easy to say with the Parramatta thing, well, the club was a mess and he didn't have a good roster, but it was two years. He's got to wear some of that. Some of that's on. Oh, him. Yeah, no, no doubt, but I'm sure that he will be a better coach now than what he was back then just because of um, the the system he's been in and certainly being in charge of the national side. So, look, I, I think it's a it's a strong move, but, you know, the Warriors, boy, <laughs> underachievers once again. There's only one way to go with them. There, well, there's a, 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 well, a power rankings with it. <laughs> there's a power rankings with the difference coming up a bit later. And right after this break, we got some fantastic audio. A streaker uh, ran onto an NFL field today. The commentary was... I'm, assu- I'm assuming it's not the streaker commentating on his streak. No, it's, no, no, no okay. it's beautiful. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Sports update for Magic Glass coming up shortly, including the referees that have paid the price for some blunders last weekend uh, and an incredible achievement at the Paralympics. But right now, uh, there was an absolutely putrid NFL game today between the San Francisco 49ers and the LA Rams, two bad teams. And not much was happening. I think the Niners led 21-0. The game was obviously over. It was a pretty pedestrian match. Then a streaker arrived in the third quarter. Male or female? Male. Um, You had to think there for a minute. This is scary. Well, the commentator thought because he had a pretty miserable night. There wasn't much to get excited about. The radio commentator, Kevin Harlan, one of the greats, thought he'd have a little bit of fun. Third and four, looks into the nickel of San Francisco in the secondary. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. (laughs) He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop that man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, they got him. They're coming from the left. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. (laughs) But, uh... 
I hope it was worth it, my friend, because you've got a night in the clink coming up. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> this is the Rush Hour on Triple M. I want to talk streaking a little bit later. Oh, okay. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Here's a tweet uh, as we do the Rush Hour. Hayne has a green light from the NRL media, consorting, touching ref and not being humble, celebrating a win. I would think still of the Hayne, I think we're a bit over just talking about Hayne. Yeah, yeah I think so, yeah. And he's probably a bit over it as well. Mm. Let's do this. Magic Glass, your premier glass replacement specialists. Magicglass.com.au Sports then. So you didn't like Michael Ennis giving it back to the Canberra crowd. Hmm. What about Hayne, arms outstretched, this is my house? No dramas at all with that. I, I thought that was nice theatre and I didn't think it was disrespectful with what, what he said. It was just a bit of bravado. Uh, league news for Brighton's lawyers protecting your future. The refs from the Broncos-Titans debacle have paid the price. Jared Sutton will be a pocket ref this weekend. He was number one in the game before this weekend. He's now a pocket ref. Gavin Badger has gone full stop. And Jared Maxwell, now I was a bit surprised by this, but many people seem to agree with the decision to drop him. From He, he did the Penrith-Canterbury game, didn't go to the video ref. For the Josh, uh, for the Josh Morris try. I thought it was the best-handled game of the weekend, yeah, but that's just, you know. I don't, I don't keep tabs, really, on who's doing games. And let that be the last we talk about refs until, hopefully, uh, well, the games, and hopefully we're not talking about them then. Meantime, the Raiders and Josh Hodgson might be in a bit of denial, but they're keeping a flicker of hope that he'll play against the Panthers on Saturday night. Yeah, it's not great. It's a bit of ligament damage and a bit of bone bruising as well on the inside, so it's not great. Chances-wise, it's, it's pretty slim, but I'm just going to do you know everything I can to try and be right for the weekend. If I can run, then I'm sweet, but if I can't, yeah, it's, it's as simple as that, really. You know what's missing from the game? Where's the hyperbaric chamber? <laughs> it's old hat these days. It's, it's been super-suited. Beat an injury... With the hyperbaric chamber. Uh, no, but it was good training to become an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> the hyperbaric chamber, what happened to it? Uh, meantime, despite plenty of interest from other clubs, Matt Gillard has re-signed with the Broncos until 2020. That's thanks to Brighton's lawyers. Swans fans trying to get tickets to Saturday's uh, final against Adelaide Crows have had a rough morning with Ticketek's website crashing uh, several times. And there's a bit of context to this, but the first four finishes of the Paralympics vision-impaired men's 1500 final, the running, had faster times than the gold medal winner in the Rio able-bodied Olympics. Right. Now, in fairness, the able-bodied event was a tactical dawdle. It was deliberately kept slow, but that's a very nice milestone to be able to say that four Paralympians outran the gold medalist at the Olympics. Yeah, it's outstanding. This is a... That was a sports update for Magic Glass. Stay tuned. There's a birthday game coming in these ads. And Sash with a news update. Have you ever had any desire or inclination to streak, Dan? Oh, you desperately want to talk about this, don't you? Well, I figure, unless you're a combination of Chris Hemsworth and Joel Garner, <laughs> you keep your clothes on. Yeah, why are streakers fat blokes with button mushrooms? <laughs> I don't know, Dan. And that's probably why I asked you. Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Triple M, uh, Rush Hour. Now, this has come spur of the moment. A uh, surprise guest here, Sturlo. It is another one of these awards nights. This time, I think it's the Rugby League Players Association. So, I had the Brad Fittler medal last night. We got the Players Association tonight. We got a special guest. Who's that? Then? Red Hot Form, Josh Mansour. 
Red hot, all right. Congratulations. Oh, Joey. <laughs> How's it going? Mate, all right. Uh, congratulations on the weekend. What, what a great performance from Penrith. Um, hey, come on, ask him the question you wanted to ask him. Why, why sauce? Why are you called mate, sauce? It started back when I was playing on the 20s at South Sydney. Uh, mate, it's as silly as... It went from mansour to mansour, and it just stuck ever since, so... Uh, there's no real story behind it. It's just as ridiculous as that, to be honest. Yeah, Jim, I'm glad I asked that. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you take out of the weekend? What, what, what's, how was the performance from the eyes of the players? Uh, mate, definitely a lot of confidence. Uh, we've got a young team, um, as you guys know, and uh, not many of us have played finals footy, but uh, it was a very physical clash. Um, we knew that um, the dogs were going to come out far in the first half, and we knew we had to have to stick to our structure and play simple footy in the second half, and... Uh, we're confident that we're going to get get away with the win, and you know what? Everyone really bought into the game plan and uh, came. Uh, we're prepared for a very physical clash, so uh, that was the most pleasing thing about it. I thought that first half was testing, wasn't it? Because they gave they gave you everything they had. The Bulldogs. Oh, definitely. You know, and the Bulldogs are, are known to be like final specialists, and we knew that as well. And uh, I thought like the first twenty was a, a real warfare, and in the middle, and uh, credit to our forwards, they really stepped up to the challenge and. Um, yeah, we're, good, uh, we're grateful to come away with a win. That was a, a, a fantastic individual performance for yourself. I believe you picked up the Players' Players Award, yep. which is, I think, the best one that you can get. Uh, involved yep. in so much of the good stuff. I just wonder, how many dummies do you reckon you threw before you actually passed it to Wonga Blake to put him over in the corner? I'm thinking we nearly <laughs> got into double figures. <laughs> Mate, I was, look, I was going over it, and I, oh, I think it had to be six dummies. <laughs> I should have went myself, to be honest, but uh, saying that I was... Uh, I was going to get the, uh, get the try in the end farm for the team. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> we, we better let you go, but just a quick one. Gerd's brought it up straight away. The mouthwatering clash on on uh, Saturday. You've got Rapana and Leilua up against Mansour and Peachy on the same side of the field. Now, just off air, Josh was saying he was going to run rings around them. I mean, that's smash him. He's going to four tries, I believe he said. I think he said Jordan who and, and Joey who. <laughs> nah, come that's, on, boys. Nah. Out of the bus. Mate, enjoy the trip down to Canberra on the weekend. It's going to be a fantastic atmosphere. I was down there uh, last weekend. It's something to look forward yeah. to as a player. And I really like the fact you didn't bring up the fact that Liverpool smashed Arsenal in the first game this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll continue to really, do so. That was a good to watch. Who does he go for? Oh, he's a, he's a gunner's man. He's, I'm a gunner. He's, I'm a, a gunner. He's, he's got poor taste. Proud gunner. Proud do, gunner. Do you complain about Arsenal not spending money as well? Because that's all I ever hear from Arsenal fans. Yeah, mate. Constantly. Constantly. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, but it's very tight and very stiff. But I'm sure um, they got the squad. Hopefully they can do something special this year. But I've been uh, very frustrating as an Arsenal supporter. Yeah, you're talking a good game. Well, this is a great chat about the Rugby League Players Association <laughs> Awards. I don't know if you're up for anything, but good luck. <laughs> Thank you very much, boys. This Thank is you. the rush hour here. We finally found out what sauce meant. There you go. <laughs> it's not much. Is it? it's, it's about <laughs> man sauce. Learn something every day on this show. Rush Hour Triple M. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Show for Nicorette Quick Mist and when we do league, of course, it's for Totally Workwear and a Magic Glass Sports Update coming up shortly. People are asking, when is the James Roberts verdict coming in? Well, it won't be till tomorrow because uh, they pushed that back yesterday. Uh, they announced that it would be tomorrow. So we'll be there. I think we're sending Reedy down there and hopefully we'll have a verdict by seven. Yeah, I think I just saw some footage of Buddy Franklin reacting to the sledge and he wasn't impressed at all. So uh, does that change your take? It does, yeah. As I said, I think it's it's the person who receives it to, to the degree of okay. of importance to the sledge. Or So, well, yeah, he obviously reacted very strongly to it. All right, let's do this. 
Sturlow's Power Rankings. Now, Tyre Power have a footy final sale, which gives you the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo tyres. See in-store or online. Okay, Sturlow, we've got, to, we've got to come up with some unique ways to do this because we've only got six teams left. So I thought, can we get a power rankings for the ten teams not there looking forward to next year? So of the ten teams gone, so the uh, eight that missed the finals plus gone. Canterbury and Gold Coast, who's got the better upside, there's an American sport term, the better upside for next year? So normally I get set up in March to look foolish, <laughs> only a number of, a matter of six months later. You now want me to tell you what's going to happen with clubs in September, six months before they kick off. All right. I wouldn't yeah. complain. I mean, this is week oh, two. Hey. Of the fo- We're going to come up with one next week and one the week after. All right. Well, I'm ready to go. Ten. The Newcastle Knights, uh, they do have money to spend apparently, but I'm not quite sure where that is going to go. Uh, there's not that much on the market at the moment. The, the rebuild will continue, but it is still going to take a long, long time. Okay. Nine. St. George Illawarra Dragons, they've lost a starting halfback and their, their specialist hooker. And their key positions, we keep talking about the importance of one, six, seven, and 9. Well, two of those have gone, and I don't know who's coming in to replace. 8. New Zealand Warriors. Oh, jeez. Who have a new coach, but he inherits the same problems. Now, you know, I just can't keep making excuses for them. They've got plenty of depth in their roster. I know that Chuavasa Shek didn't play much this year, but... Mentally, they're just a they're a weak football team, and that's why they're so low. Can't argue with that. But if foreign signs, that's a spine of Juvasashek, foreign Johnson, Isaac, Luke, amongst the best in the league. Yeah, well, I, I, there's still a real question mark as to when Kieran Foran will come back into mm-hmm, the game. True. Certainly in relation to when the NRL NRL allow him to. Seven. Canterbury Banks down Bulldogs. Pretty low because their game just hasn't evolved in any number of years now, um, and it's got to. They are predictable. They lost their last four matches, and really, you know, when the pressure was applied on the weekend, and I think even before that, uh, they just weren't up to it. They still got a quality roster, but they need to play differently. Six. And the Manly Seagulls, uh, second year for their coach Trent Barrett, and he'll be certainly better for the the first year under his belt. No Jamie Lyon, of course, but I think they've got some really good young players coming through and none better than the Trebojevic brothers. And the fact that, you know, they they had problems uh, in their key positions from pretty early on this season. If they can have a better run in that department, I think they'll be much more competitive earlier in the season. Never pressure on the first year, Coach. I think there'll be pressure on Trent Barrett the second year. Yeah, I think he's up to it. I think he'll be okay. Five. Gold Coast Titans, who played finals football this year and um, did a great job. Um, they, they just need to consolidate what they've done. They recruited particularly well. And it's now not a bad place to go for players in relation to the fact it's an, in its attractive proposition, not just Caval Avenue, but they're going to a good football That's team. That's the lowest part of the goal. The Gold Coast is a beautiful part of the world. Caval Avenue is the lowest part of that joint. Yeah, if I'm a player, there are a couple of attractions around there. <laughs> Four. The South Sydney Rabbitohs still have a, a roster with real depth, and we saw some good football from them late. Um, you know, they've still got Inglis, the Burgess brothers. Uh, a few little question marks in a few areas, but I think there's plenty of upside to South. Top eight? I think they'll be right on the fringe of, and I, I, I think that I think this was a bit of a wake-up call for them this season. Three. The West Tigers, who also only just missed out on finals football and on, on the back of a lot of distractions this year. They should be a more settled outfit. They've got some outstanding young players coming through. If they can keep them fit, um, you know, if you've got Tedesco and the two young halves there 
and Aaron Woods leading the way. They're a formidable outfit. By the way, for those just tuning in, we are ranking, or Stella is ranking, the top ten prospects of the teams eliminated from this year. That's not complicated at all, is it? Two. Parramatta Eels. If you had the 12 points to them this year, they would have played finals football. That puts a little bit more pressure on them when it comes to expectation. But they are now a, a resilient football team, uh, recruited very, very well. There's real leadership on the field, and now they have leadership in the, the front office, and that was always going to be a big test for them, but they're putting in the right people. One. Number one, the Roosters. Yeah. Sydney Roosters, yeah. Uh, Luke Curie coming on board, so to Michael Gordon. Again, like South Sydney, we saw their best late in the year, and they, they've got a, a great roster of players there who I think will play finals football next year. Um, the, the key is not to, when you do have a bad season, not to fall too far off the pace. I know that it looks like they did on the Premiership ladder, but I don't think with what they can provide on the field, they're too far from the mark. Alright, that's thanks to Ty Power. Well done, Sterlo. Thank you very much. All right. That'll come back to haunt me. No, you can tweet us. Give us some ideas for next week. Something with a bit of a difference. We're not just going to go, you know, the teams that are remaining, because we'll talk about those games anyway. If you come up with something else, it might be a bit fun. Like greatest grand pl- final players of all time or something. We might do that in a couple of weeks. Yeah, try to avoid sending in a suggestion that something like Andrew Johns would, would want to do. What Stay about, away from what that. What about the Sunday footy show ripping that off from us? His, they did that. at midday <laughs> Joey's top five sorts. <laughs> at least we did it at 9.30 <laughs> at night. Well, well, <laughs> imita- and let me tell you, he was more agog <laughs> than he was at 9.30 at night. It was frightening. Dan, imitation is the best form of No, I'm not bagging the Sunday footage. I'm just, I couldn't believe they did it at midday. Magic Glass, your premier glass replacement specialists. Magicglass.com.au. Ryan Lochte is in the news again, and this time it's not his fault. Making his debut on America's Dancing with the Stars, two protesters wearing anti-Lochte T-shirts stormed the stage live on TV and apparently threw something at, at him before they were accosted. Threw what? Don't know. Was it a stunt? That's the first thing I thought. Hmm. Wouldn't it be interesting if ABC America, if they set this up to give the show a bit of heat? Well, now anything that involves Ryan Lochte, I'm wondering, is it it real? Um, Everton had a thumping 3-0 win at Sunderland in the Premier League overnight, and it's been revealed former WWE star CM Punk made a cool 500000 from his ill-fated UFC debut Given he was beaten in 2 minutes and 14 seconds into the opening round, that works out to be around $4,000 per second. Some people are blowing up, but you know what? If people paid their money to see him... What's his name? CM Punk. CM Punk. Yeah, it's not his real name. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh really? That was the sports What's update for Magic Glass. We've got 30 seconds <laughs> left. Who's going to win? Cowboys or Broncos? Cowboys. Comfortably? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm been, I've, I've been underwhelmed by Brisbane, even though they won lately. And Canberra, Penrith, uh, can they overcome Josh Hodgson, the Raiders? I think they'll struggle. I have better chance if Blake Austin plays, but I think Penrith can travel and win. Thank you, Sterling. It's been fun to have you here. Uh, it's always fun with you, Dan. Talk to you on the podcast on Thursday, stop but right st- now... Stop streaking. We will leave it with... Speaking of streaking, that NFL commentator who had a bit of fun today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Ugly Phil next. Third and four, looks into the nickel of San Francisco in the secondary. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat.
and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Here comes They're coming the blue from the coat. Left. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. But, uh... I hope it was worth it, my friend, because you've got a night in the clink coming up. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed.